Hey guys, this is Jesse. And Keith. And you're listening to another episode of New Player Has Joined. This is a podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we've got a great episode lined up for you. We've got Kyle Clark in studio talking about Persona 3. Persona 3, a game that everyone plays and goes, this is fun, but for some reason I don't want to share with people that I play this game. Yeah, it's everybody's like guilty pleasure RPG. Uh, it's uh, weird, and then it's also- <laughs> Fantastic? Uh, yeah, but then on top of that, it's uh, weird. Yes, very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, it's got a little bit of extra weirdness thrown and on top. I think Kyle does a great job at showing us why it's so fantastic. Yeah, uh, and also why it's uh, weird. It's so weird. It's a weird it's game. It's a weird game. It's There are five of them now. Yeah, fi- I can't believe it. I Five. It's weird. It's really weird. So weird. This new player is joined. I, I just acquired a PS4. Acquired? Did you go on a quest before you got I, it? I hit a Black Friday sale because that's how I operate. Uh, that is you the worst went, quest. Did you, you go can somewhere? Go Where'd you go? I went to Target. Oh, so you actually went physically? I did. Went somewhere. How did I that did. feel? Uh, my mom and I do it every Thanksgiving. And wait, it's a real. Like, wait, 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 wait. Step. Wait. You and your mom do what? Go to Target after dinner on Thanksgiving and just buy random shit that, at Black Friday. That's, that's so awesome. Funny. That's it's kind of so fun. That's awesome. We always end up with a couple like stray comedians at our Thanksgivings because <laughs> they don't have families and I do so I just rent out my family to other comedians. That's so nice. And uh, and I'm always like and if you want to we're going to Black Friday <laughs> and they're always like a little bit like this is gross and dumb and then by the time we're through right. there they're like actually I'm kind of on board now. Yeah, I just like, bought yeah. nine Blu-rays <laughs> that I don't need but they're and just they're, almost free. And they're all National Treasure too. Right. I, I, as somebody, I worked in retail for a lot of years. As somebody that like horrifies me, so I never want to be around tons of people asking for things or looking for things. And Black Friday in general scares me. Yeah. So when somebody has a pleasant experience and they have fun with it, it's like interest. Like for me, it's it's like a it's like the madness of capitalism, but like kind of fun. Like there's a little bit of danger. <laughs> like it's the closest I've ever like because I've had been going to that Target since I was a young man. Okay. That's where I bought my my N64, the first console oh, I ever had. There you go. And uh, it's fun that it, for a night, feels like you're in Escape from New York in a Target. <laughs> Not, Not Escape even, from L.A. in L.A. <laughs> escape from New York. It's never Escape from L.A. <laughs> Unless you're playing basketball to impress Bruce Campbell, <laughs> you're never playing Escape from L.A. So, so you got the PS4. What are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Wolfenstein 2. There you How's go. that? Uh, I loved shooting my dog. <laughs> What? Have you guys played it? No. It's bananas. And there's it definitely seems a portion crazy. where it's like, what was your childhood like, BJ Blazkowicz? And it just gets <laughs> to him in a barn. And his dad's like, shoot your dog. And then it's like, press X to shoot dog. Wow. wow. It's great. We like, gotta, and we then you get to pick that. who lives and who dies real quick. I, it's a dark game. I shouldn't be weirded out by that because I played the very first Wolfenstein yeah. on Dawes. And, and how you, you shot dogs there. You shot dogs there, but also, you know who you kill? You kill Hitler as like a robot. Robot Hitler. Yeah. Robot Hitler. So to me, it shouldn't be bizarre that 20 years later, this is where we got So to. here's the thing. Uh, shooting robot Hitler, no brainer. Shooting any dog ever, still <laughs> Still horrible. the worst The, the thing dogs ever. actually bark the word Jews so that you know they're bad. <laughs> but if a dog is just like arf arf, you're like, oh, you're safe and fine. But if, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not going to go further there, down that path. There, there is a weird thing now in every human's brain when you watch a movie 
or you see a video game, the moment a dog comes on screen, you're like, don't kill it. Like, that's a mean, every, every single human has that in their brain now. You've been watching I Am Legend way too much. <laughs> oh, so sad. When so I, sad. like, worked in education for a few years, there was a really great book about- Killing uh, dogs, like youth, yes. Well, sort of. It was about youth literacy and how- I thought for, you were going to say euthanizing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> youth that, there's a running problem in like youth literature. They're like, I don't understand why kids don't want to read books. And it's if you look at most of like the books that they push on young people, it's all books about dogs getting killed. <laughs> Like where, where the, the red, red fern, fern grows, grows. old yeller. <laughs> it's all these just horse shit books that are bad. And they're like, why don't kids want to read? Like, you know, there's books that have cool shit in them. People right. like do drugs, people and like swear, and have a grand instead. time. Yeah. I, there was a lot of time in my, my youth. It was really hard because I didn't get into Harry Potter when I was younger because I had seen too much. No, Yo, I was, it was like, like, I'm the same way. Same way. So like the point is somebody's like, here's a wizard and he's doing things. I'm like, I don't care. And I read this uh, this series called Youth in Revolt about like a 13-year-old who just runs away from the police and is doing crazy shit and trying to have sex and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that sounds like a 13-year, 14-year-old brain. Like I related to that. Yeah, way. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I dived into Stephen King too early. So by the time there was a boy wizard, I'm like, you know everyone can die. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to New Player has joined. Yeah. Podcast about the video games people love and why, why they, they love them. them. We got a fun one today. If you can't tell from all the dog dying, <laughs> <laughs> we got a very special guest for you today. Uh, you might know him from his podcast, This Is Rad, yes. or his comedy album, I'm a Person. But we've got the wonderful. Kyle Clark Hello. in studio. Hello, oh. Kyle. Do you guys know how relieved I was when I listened to your show when it came out and it was good? Because oh. <laughs> I was like, I really like both those guys. I desperately hope their podcast is good. Take it on good faith. That's so nice to hear because basically that's what everybody says when they say they like your podcast. I'm surprised it wasn't bad. Yeah. I'm just shocked. Good for you. But I'm glad you came on to torpedo it with your talk of killing dogs. <laughs> uh, Kyle. You've picked as your favorite game to talk about today something that's just. I'm glad you're like 17 oh, episodes gee, in. I'm just I'm... bringing the esoteric gaming in. This... Oh baby! So this is a game that oh, I, I've only heard, and it's not even the best loved of the series. No, it's not. It's not. It's. I would say it's the third best loved. Yeah, of the series. that's accurate. Uh, and that's only because the other two are hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we are talking about Wookiee. Persona 3. Persona 3. Yeah. I'm... Oh, man. <laughs> can, can, we, can we just say, before before we go into this, because I don't... I, I knew about this game for a long time. Yeah. It's one of those games that I just never picked up. Yeah, um, but it's an awesome game. But the things that I want to share with you, and I, I don't, I'm the, sure you probably know. I Kyle. think the big one right off the bat, right? Yeah, but I want to go through its awards. Uh, Famitsu RPG of the Year, mm-hmm. Gamespot RPG of the Year, right? Gamespot PS2 RPG of the Year, right? RP Gamer. RPG of the decade. Yeah. RPG fan RPG of the year. Right. This is a massively popular, critically acclaimed game. It's pretty good, guys. And if you thought all that intro talk about killing animals was gonna be weird. It was like the peak of the weirdness. Oh then, heavens no. Then Kyle, how is it that your characters summon personas? Okay. So uh <laughs> I think let me start with the Let's first start. of many rundowns, because if there's one thing this game has, it's a lot of moving parts. Okay. Uh, do you like things that are overly complicated but want to be ostracized and not friends with magic card players? <laughs> then boy, do I have a game for you. Do you like being alone forever? <laughs> Both physically but emotionally as well. Do you like those weird, creepy Japanese anime women pillows but think, mm, they're not portable enough? <laughs> but I wish one would talk to me yeah. and be weird about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish I'd have to think a lot about my relationship with a fictional Japanese girl. Oh, God. All right. Let me... Okay. So the basic plot no, I want yes, to then yes. tie Let's in give it. to how you fight demons. Yep. Go through it. Persona 3 is a game where you play an unnamed young man mm-hmm. uh, whose family has, I believe, died. And so you are going to go live in the dorms at a private school mm-hmm. in like a Japanese countryside town. Yep. And you move in. And the first night uh, after midnight, a magic 25th hour descends upon the world yes. where most humans on earth turn into uh, transmogrified stone coffins mm-hmm. but those who stay awake uh, have to battle demons that are slowly trying to destroy our reality during this dark hour and the way you fight them is by using your internal demons and things that bother you inside that mm-hmm. have given you magic powers that uh, you evoke by using an evoker which looks an awful lot like a handgun <laughs> Which you then put up to your temple oh or underneath God. your chin and pull the trigger and it blasts out the back of your head uh, as if you're shooting yourself in the head. And then a demon shoots out. <laughs> this is and a real way, video and game. And the way that you make that demon stronger and find more demons is by making a lot of friends in school and studying real hard. Yep. You study hard. You join classes. You join clubs. You have good you get, social interactions, and, and then you get rewarded with demons that you can fire out of your frontal lobe with a gun. Literally, the first time you see it done, it is like a crying Japanese schoolgirl, like afraid to pull the trigger to blow her own brains out yep. so that a demon can shoot out. So, is that the reason why this game is great? That's, oh, if only. Let me put it this way when you brought that up, I was like, oh, I forgot that's a thing. That's how far on the list of weird shit in this game. So a little background. Go okay. Uh, uh, one of my dearest and oldest friends, like like my OG nerd friend, okay. is a guy named Brandon Flick. And we go way back to, I knew him from middle school forward. I remember he graduated in a wheelchair in eighth grade, and I screamed, Larry Flint rules. <laughs> shortly after that, we became best friends. He was the only guy I knew in high school who read comics. So I made yeah. him start hanging with my scummy burnout friends. <laughs> and, just, and we've had a grand old time. Uh, I took him many years ago, and he met an adult film star who gave him dating advice that worked, and he's now married to the woman he was going on that date with. He's, we've li- <laughs> he and I have lived a life together. And what's been great about me and his relationship is we have super similar taste in like weird stuff. And so like if one of us finds something like we're big Grant Morrison fans, like we like whatever the like most off-putting version of nerd culture <laughs> is, we're just both, oh, we're on board. <laughs> and uh, and when I, I fell, I was a hardcore gamer in high middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And then in college, I fell off. And I was I was starting to get back in. He was starting to really push kind of new weird stuff. I mean, he's the same guy who turned me on to Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't know if either of you guys have worked through that anime nope. rabbit hole. Oh, friend, if you ever wish David Lynch had Oedipal issues and giant robots, then I've got a thing for you. Uh, we uh, already covered Dune, so we've got the David oh, Lynch trade oh, locked it's, down. Uh, uh, it's, it's right in that same <laughs> If you're into Dune, you're probably also down for Evangelion. Oh, a complicated thing that's problematic on a bunch of levels. <laughs> Uh, but so he was starting to throw games at me because uh-huh. I didn't I missed almost I got a PS3 in the last year before the four got announced. Okay. So kind of the tail end. So it was cool because I got because I actually bought, actually bought that on a Black Friday as well. All right. Um, came to that late. But before that, he was throwing I had a Wii and I had my old PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And he was sort of just throwing random stuff, seeing what sticks. And one of my favorite games of all time is Bully. Yep. 
from Rockstar. Yeah. It's like the Diet Coke like yeah. version of like for whatever reason I've probably beat that game like five times. Oh wow! Okay. It's it's I've learned that for whatever reason maybe it's because of working in school or whatever. Like I am obsessed with the concept of high school. Oh, like okay. I think it's like an interesting way to play with narratives because there's set social structures and force dynamic that you don't get in other interactions. And okay. I think that like it makes a really interesting place to put stuff. High school is kind of like prison light. Yes, exactly. It's like prison, <laughs> but there's also like cute girls, but also you're sad. Right. <laughs> like, not prison sad, but just like, I'm 15 sad. Right, yeah. Man, can you tell how popular these three dudes were? <laughs> high school is like prison. <laughs> prison light. Prison light. And, yeah, yeah. And so after tearing through Bully, like, uh, my friends showed me like a bunch of things, and I was like, what's this game? And he was like, oh, that game? That's prison Persona 3, you don't want that. You hate <laughs> RPGs, because I do. Chrono Trigger is maybe the only RPG, and and I guess like the Parasite Eve games were okay. big uh, for me, yeah. but for the most part, my brother was a big Final Fantasy guy, mm-hmm. and I've tried playing through, I think, 7, 8, 9, and 10, and, and each just time I hit a fuck this noise wall. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 8, I want to say, is the furthest, and I always get real upset. Again, another game that takes place basically in a school, yeah. and I just <laughs> I hate the way that plot goes. The first half, when you're just a bunch of cool kids yeah. fighting monsters, and you got a cool teacher who like you maybe are flirting with that's exciting and then you're yeah. like a weird terrorist running around it's like, dumb I, want I don't i can't do another dream sequence but so you get persona so 3. so i was like i want to try this game yeah and and he's like fine you're gonna hate this but go for it and it it ate my life for a year <laughs> and it was this weird year i had where like i didn't have a real social schedule i was working like a bunch of jobs mm-hmm. i graduated college at the height of the recession. So yeah. just was working like a ton of part-time jobs right. to like pay bills and do stuff. So I didn't go out a bunch. So mostly what I did was I would just come home and I would just blast a couple of hours of persona and live a grand life. And <laughs> like, I remember even starting it cause I played the fest, the special edition version that yes. came out, which is, a, I like a little better. I think there's a little more to it, Yeah, but one of the fun th- things about it is that out the gate, it's immediately weird, but mm-hmm. also there's like a second playthrough like bonus thing mm-hmm. that I accidentally started because I didn't understand even what the menu was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally started playing the wrong game out the gate. And the whole opening of that is just talking about how you, the main character from the actual game, are dead. Okay. And so out the gate, I get the ending of the game ruined for me. <laughs> oh, so I guess I fucking die. <laughs> Which I guess kind of colored how I played it. Once I got it loaded and started so playing the actual you, game, you technically played your favorite game of all time incorrectly, yes, and it made it even better because now there's this layer of sadness to everything because every relationship I build in the game will go away. I know is built towards death because That's this young person's going to die. I, I don't know how to break this to you, Kyle, but. Every relationship in real life that you right? put effort into is going to lead towards death as well. That's impossible, though. I have a podcast. I can't die You're as long immortal. as there's a podcast. That's why we started That's ours. That's what we were all promised. You guys had yeah. like a demonic figure. Yeah, we signed, signed a deal a with quill, the devil. Like the end of the witch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so was the gameplay that like really attached you to it? Because obviously the plot and everything's like crazy it's out would, there. I would say the the two things that really locked me into it were the the, the I mean the plot is bananas. Right. Yes. But the the two biggest things were the social link system. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know if you guys were big Newgrounds people back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to fucking love those little, like, life simulators uh-huh. or the different, like, things where you're like, oh, we're going to talk to people and interact and it'll affect stats. Like, very, that's very RPG-like. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, the characters themselves are, like, incredibly well-written. Yes. And the game's, like, very specific and dark yeah. and... and 
I tried to make a bit work about it for a few years, then was like, this is not worth it. Persona not going over well with the crowd. No, turns out it's not playing, you know, in at those road gigs in Riverside. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> but like the the joke is there's a subplot in it that's that's always my like default one when I'm trying to explain what's compelling about it. Yeah. And it is uh I joined the Kendo team, not to brag. Sure. But uh, and like I had ended up with like way a lot of investment in the kendo team more than maybe any of my other like like <laughs> extracurricular projects, and it was because like your buddy who's like the captain of the kendo team has a bad knee, but he promised his brother who has cancer that he'll win the championship for him. But if he does, it might cripple him and ruin his ability to ever do things again. Uh-huh. But if he doesn't, his brother might die. Jesus, with his brother, you know, seeing his bro- older brother fail and then death. So. Right off the bat, <laughs> I'm just seeing a that's pattern emerge. One here. subplot, by the right, way. right. But this is this is kind of the thing that's the most interesting to yeah. me about this game. You're exploring the social side of it. We're not even talking about the dungeon crawl side of it, the not grinding part of it. We're talking about you living as an unnamed protagonist in the game and being emotionally invested oh, yeah. in these situations. So, did you find yourself? actually becoming emotionally attached to characters in this so game. So let me add to that. I started feeling, in real life, racked with guilt because I started dating <laughs> the the manager for the kendo team. Oh, no. Because she was real cute and ethnically ambiguous, <laughs> which is my jam. And oh then I started spending less time with my buddy with the bad knee, and I could right. see it tearing him up, and that it's kind of fucking his thing up because I'm not there for him emotionally when he needs me, but it's because <laughs> I'm a young high school kid in love with this other girl. <laughs> Like and I had like real <laughs> conflicts about that because it's on a time thing. Like you go through yeah. a year and a half of the or a year in the life of this person. Yeah, there's no infinite. You can't like, you go have back. To do certain things over other things. When side quests pass, like they're gone forever. So yeah. you end up having to make like very real. And it's crazy. Cause it's like a hundred hour game, but like mm-hmm. everybody you talk to who's, is just like, no, but you'll play it again because you have to know those ninety other things you missed yeah, along the way. Absolutely. And so, like, stuff like that would, like, I'd be sitting during the day at work thinking about, like, how how am I going to approach this? And then there are those nights where you just sit and you throw in a podcast and you grind for three hours to try to get your, like, stats up. Yeah. Mostly so that you don't feel bad that you're slacking because you're not going out at night because <laughs> you're going to bed or you went out karaoke singing with your friends to up your courage level. Right, right. Because there's a whole third layer on top of the social things of, like, things you can go do that then give you other, like, like. For somebody who, like, I'll play Fallout for 10 hours and then just be lost and not yeah. know what any of my stats mean. But I'm managing, like, 30 different layers of stats in Persona 3 just because they're tied to, like, a human-ish face. Right. This is no longer a video game. This is a human person yes. simulator. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are pretending to have an... It's so funny to me that you're like, I wouldn't go out. I would just spend two hours going out in the game. <laughs> you literally didn't go to karaoke with your friends so that the unnamed protagonist could do karaoke yeah. with his. Well, his name was Kyle Zahn. You know, <laughs> throw your name in there, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, now I'm invested with this guy. <laughs> But uh, and then like on top of that though, once you're in the combat, the weirdness doesn't just stop with the fact that you're blowing your brains out to nope, summon no, demons. No, it doesn't. The monsters you fight are on a whole other level. There's like there's some fight, that are highly sexualized. Th- well, yeah, there's one that the one that I always think of is there is a Bible inside of a bird cage that has octopus legs that can fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds terrifying. Kind of just in like the thought process behind it. Yeah. The kind of thing where you're like, I don't wish I was a fly on the wall. For 
There, there are so many strange uh, things that you can fight in this game. Uh, this game has a mature rating. Yes. And not just because your characters constantly shoot themselves in the face <laughs> to fight things, but because, like, some of the things you fight are, like, half-naked people. Yeah. And they're just, like, showing you that. Um there's, there's, a, there's a headless couple waltzing into eternity who have a giant floating heart for a head. Yeah. There's a lot of like sexuality undertones. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah. A lot of it is very strange. Um, it's crazy to me that it took us about 15 to 20 minutes to get to fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the main mechanic of the game, arguably, at least in how it's marketed, but like these games cross that threshold. Well, that's what's so funny to me with how they have to market it in the West. Yeah. Because, because I remember seeing this with Persona 4 when it came to Vita. Mm-hmm. Because when they market it, it's like, oh, it's this deep RPG and there's these great combat things and it's a cool plot. And that's then not what it as is. As you watch people play, they're like, actually, I just end up spending time hanging out with my friends talking about what we want to be after high school. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's a, you know, it's American graffiti, but it's pretending that it's a cool action game. Yeah, exactly. Just to get you through the doors and then tricks you into feeling. More Dawson's Creek than Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like if you could play Spider-Man, but you go and be Spider-Man at school I'd all day. love just that. Peter Parker instead yeah, of Peter Spider-Man. Parker. Just Peter Parker, and then you get to be Spider-Man for a little bit of yeah. the game. You just get to try and, like, Settle down, Aunt May, about her concerns about like the house and what you're doing at night. Go see Mary Jane. Try to like not tell anybody you're Spider Man, and then at night. But the option is always tell them you're Spider Man. Yeah, it's like, always, it's always option D. <laughs> and when you do the game's over, <laughs> now you're no longer Peter Parker. Now you're Spider Man. Well, there's something interesting about that because Sims also blew up and came so huge because you're just living life, yeah, yeah essentially, and it's kind kind of the same way. And games without sports games, they've kind of taken their own path, which is you used to just get like a football game. You do it to play football. Yeah. Now it's like you can be a person in yeah. the game. I love that. Life, and stuff. you can like build it yourself and you're doing like real life things instead of just playing a video I remember game. when I was in college, a buddy of mine, we had like a PS2 in our room. And so he was like, I bought the new Madden. I don't want a PS2. I'm just going to play it in your room for hours. <laughs> like, sure. All right. This is how living with people is. <laughs> and it was the first one that had that. And it was that year the that, Ter- that Terrell Davis was your life coach. That's yeah. So do you guys funny. remember? Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. What was great was that it, like all we did was just make our guy the bad boy of football. Yeah. <laughs> because like when it was the 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 football part, I'm like, this is fine, but I don't care. I can't do anything. But yeah. when it's like making decisions, like, oh, you should stay out partying all night and crash your body <laughs> just because I want to hear how upset TD's going to get at us. Right. <laughs> and like, then score five touchdowns yeah. and be like, you can't be mad at me. I'm it so was, good. <laughs> like, we, and then we would just build out like the rest of his career after this first season, right? Where he, like set where he just like destroys his life and he's wanted <laughs> for murder. Like, so every single game you play could be improved, at least from your point of view, by making it more of a social simulation. 100%, absolutely. I'm trying to think of video games that like like well, the Telltale games. That's yeah. all they are. Yeah, right. just that component of Persona as a game. Did you play The Walking Dead? I did sure you, did. Did you play The Walking Dead, Jesse? I did. At for Fucked some, you up a little bit. It right? really does. <laughs> it was the first iPad game that I sat down and like I really too, yeah. played. And I was like, I'm having the most fun. I had it on this. Xbox 360. Did you play it as a real nicety nice, or did you go edgy with it? I went nicety. I went nice. full tilt, good guy. Yeah, I, I played through the end. You know where you're having the showdown with that guy. Yeah, and I kept picking the we can talk about this thing. Yeah, and somebody was in the room with me, and they're like, really? Like you're just gonna be like a total bitch about this? Like, <laughs> I just feel like we can solve this with words. So here's here's what I want to know. 
why did you go total nice guy in that game versus going total bad boy in Madden? I think sports games are the only oh, yeah. games where I go bad boy. Oh, yeah. I, do the, else, I do the same exact everything thing. Everything else, I'm totally yeah. the good guy. But, but sports why? games, like like even SSX, like I'll fuck people <laughs> up. In 2K <laughs> basketball, you just have con- uh, sport conferences con- constantly, yeah. like media conferences. So after every game, I'll score like 60 points. And they're like, you're a real dick. I'm like, I know. And I'm going to keep being a real dick. And I keep like <laughs> that up. That's way more fun than being a good guy. But what about about it is fun like why why is that fun in sports but not fun because in other I'm not games? gonna have to be forced to save somebody's life during the basketball <laughs> yeah, game I think that's what it is like, like the I, stakes are lower they're so low like I can be a dick and nothing's yeah. gonna happen and like fallout yeah I'm gonna be a good person it's way harder to be a good person in a video game yeah. than a bad so in person. sports games it's a game within a game and in other video games it's like no it's, it's a simulation it's life yeah, or death you're game. the player you're creating any sports game you're not gonna pass the ball you're gonna, <laughs> like, you're gonna score 10 touchdowns ago, me, me, <laughs> me. And like, that's all you're going to do. Of course, you're not going to be nice about I wanna, it. I want to create a video game called Teammate. <laughs> <laughs> I play the shit out of that. Right? <laughs> Where all it is, is you're the guy, like, you never once touch the ball. And the game, in its entirety, if you touch is, the ball, it's game over. It's game over. You have to just be on the sideline, be in the game, be blocking people and like, like doing pick and rolls, but never touching it. And then the whole purpose of the game is giving that press conference afterwards, and you have to not be mean about the guy who never passes the ball. <laughs> you have to be like supportive to them. You have to go home and have a conversation with your family where they're like, I don't think your team respects you. And you're like, it's not about that. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you just have to live that life or just pur- as the guy who's not Kobe Bryant. Or just purposely making your character look like the dumbest on, yeah. <laughs> on purpose so they could like be the best player at that sport. That's so funny. All right, so we jump. if we jump back into Persona 3 here, Persona, Persona. I say Persona. I think Persona is right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I sound like douchey, but Persona was how Persona's it came out of my mouth. Persona. Persona's. Personas. Um, do you have any, like... Did you make any social connection that when the game ended, you were sad to see it leave? I got one better. I've chosen to never beat the game. Yes. It's a common Final Fantasy thing. Yes. It's a common because Final Fantasy I, thing. It, it was so tied into a very specific period of my life. I wish this wasn't a podcast because I want people to know that my jaw jar just uh, right? dropped when like you, you said that. Like you made a legitimate face. Where I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but he also knows how it ends. I do. Like I, 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 I knew the ending and I knew where it was, was going. And, okay. and I was... Uh, it was tied into the same time period I was watching Battlestar Galactica all the way through. Oh, Jesus. Guys, I'm swimming in coolness. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if you can tell. I'm wearing a leather jacket and actively flipping a coin. <laughs> I got to go to my drag race after this. But, uh, like, and both of those things were these things that are so specifically tied to this, like, year of my life. And even with Battlestar, I put off finishing it for like a long time. Yeah. I had like three episodes left and then I'd gotten broken up with by this girl and was real sad and I had gotten sick and so I watched all three of them like in bed and just like wept openly. Because <laughs> I was like, all right, well, this is the final run. I guess we're all done after this. <laughs> and then like finished that and felt good and felt closure and, and it's funny because when people say they don't like the end of that show, I'm like, guys, maybe just be a broken person and then watch it. <laughs> Do you, so, but so I didn't, didn't. You've never beaten it. No. like but like Have you seen seen the end of it i have not i've i've chosen to not watch the very very end okay because i feel like one day i'll need that what is the last thing that you've seen in the Fuck, game i'm trying to remember i the last chunk 
I had done so much like social interaction stuff or stuff early on mm-hmm. that a lot of the end was like grinding in combat. And that <laughs> stuff again just didn't register quite the same yeah. way. So it's weird. I feel like I remember like the front and like middle of the game. Do you guys have this too with a lot of games where like the front and middle are that real money spot, yeah. and then maybe that last third. Depends. I had that with Bioshock. With RPGs in a lot of games. Oh, yeah. That's... Bioshock, definitely, because the last third is after the Would You Kindly reveal. The Last of Us, you get, like, the last weapon right before the game ends. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of games like that. They're like, here's everything. And then in your brain, you're like, there's only so much left. Like, there's only, like, 10% left of the game, Both and we have everything. Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite, I didn't realize I was about to walk into the boss fight, except for that, I'm like, why is every machine and weapon available in this room with the safe spot right <laughs> yeah. before I go in? Yeah. Oh, I think I've beaten the game. <laughs> Pretty much. I sure wish I hadn't blacked out for the last four hours Yeah, Bioshock Infinite at the end was me being like, this can't be the end. Is this the end? Is this the end? And as soon as it's over, well, I was like, what? It was like, just a game that kept escalating, and so by the end, when you're blowing up 11 Zeppelins, yeah. While giant like eagles fly around. You're like, well, I guess this could be the end. Yeah. It, it felt like a book that was so amazing that were like 30 pages left, and my brain is like, your body needs to get up and move around. But I'm like, I can't. I have to keep reading until I, I get to the absolute. I sometimes end. feel like I'm not a big like endings for me are not the the like that's. I feel like I get a little judgy with some people when they're like, I love the whole thing, but then the end ruined it for me. I'm just like, really? So the the 12 hours of pleasure you had are yeah, undone exactly. because of 10 pages of content. <laughs> I've been a Stephen King fan for a long time. I don't think he's ever landed a plane. I don't. There, there isn't one ending to any Monty Python sketch. Yeah, there isn't one ending. For me, it's all about the journey. So, like Persona, very much fell into that same category. Where, like, I'm sure at some point, like, like I feel like maybe after the birth of my first child, I'll go and like finish Persona Three. Is oh man, I what? I almost so want to ask this question. Do it. Do is it. Aegis still your friend? Yeah, I mean, in my heart. <laughs> She'll always be my friend in my heart because the introduction to her is my favorite part of the game, I think. Yeah? Second favorite. My favorite part is when you take the dog to the movies. <laughs> a lot of dogs like, stuff like, today, guys. There's, there's a whole subplot because there's a dog that joins your party. Yeah. And at first he hangs out, and then he's just literally part of the team fighting demons. He has a little dog gun that shoots his dog. <laughs> We're it's, back to killing It's on a little dogs. machine. We got back to killing dogs. <laughs> and with that, everybody, thanks for this new player. No, no. <laughs> but uh, but when you're, I guess you go on summer vacation in the middle of that game. Yeah. And you're going and trying to pick up on ladies, and you try to pick up on a robot girl. Mm-hmm. And then she just joins your team and is a murder machine. Yep. And then a Joined lot of stuff. Your team is a murder machine is my favorite Megadeth album. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so I think because of that, like I always have such a fondness for her, even though things get like dodgy and crazy later. Oh, they get real weird later. But so you still feel an emotional connection with characters? Oh, even... aggressively so. And if and if you were to beat the game, that that emotional connection would go. Well, oh, I just feel like it would it would put a closure on it that I don't know that I need because mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like uh you know life moves on and the same way like don't see people you know in your life for a long time mm-hmm. you know like oh like me and that person spent like a whole like year doing stuff mm-hmm. and you still like them but then like you don't see them. You don't go like, fuck it, this friendship's over. Yeah. You're just like, oh, one day you might pick it, it up and see him. It's the most selfish thing ever, which is just like, we're not in a relationship anymore, but if I want to come back, I can come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to come back. It's 100% that. <laughs> oh, you mean my ideal
about your favorite video game. Oh, yes, so yes, bad at yes, this. yes. Uh, so the way this game works is it's going to be a simple trivia questions, and you're going to have three seconds to answer each one, lightning round and style. Definitely all about Persona Three. Yeah, yeah. Definitely Every single all one. of these questions. Every single question. Not one of them is going to be for comedic purposes. Yeah, none of them are, I feel none like you guys are... are putting a lot of like preamble on that. No, 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 no. I feel like no, you're no, hanging a hat. No, 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 no. One of you is literally hanging a hat. No, 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 no. Well, I'm also wearing a leather jacket and flipping a coin constantly. I have to be a drag racer. Oh, my race against you at Dead Man's Curve? There you are. Oh, One of us is going to die. Oh, no. Cut down our prime. <laughs> <laughs> Have Perfect. I brought too much death into this episode? No, I think you brought not enough. Oh. Kyle, are you ready for how well do you know your favorite video game, I Persona mean, 3? I, I suppose. Persona. 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 Fuck me. Ah, oh, three. I have, a, I have a pin of it somewhere. Two. Scholastic One. education eradicating mm. demons or something. Specialized extracurricular ex- execution squad. Question two. What is the name of the card-based minigame that occurs after certain battles? Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> three, two... <laughs> What? Can you tell I haven't played the game in five years? Shuffle time! <laughs> That's it. Question I didn't three. know that was the name of the card. I just <laughs> yeah. thought a de- like a voice said shuffle time and threw cards at you. Uh, question number three. Neil Armstrong was the first person to walk on the moon, but who was the last? The guy who played golf. Eugene Cernan. So sorry, but so he played close. golf though, right? <laughs> he did play I, golf. I assume they all I play- tried to make a bit work about that too, where I was like, if you guys want to see how much we took the moon for granted so fast, we're like, science, science, science. That's golf on this. <laughs> uh, Question four. What is the name of the gun-like weapons used to summon a persona? An evoker. Yes. yes. There we go. Question five. If you could be any president, who would you be and why? Uh, maybe. Chester A. Arthur. I'm sorry. sorry it's Grover Cleveland because he is dead. <laughs> yes, he's dead. Question six. What's the name of the room where you can players confuse personas together to create new ones? The Velvet Room. The Correct. Velvet Room. Correct. Named after Blue Velvet. There you go. Question seven. Can I interest you in some religious literature? Yes. I'm sorry. The correct answer was, oh, God. No. Fuck. No. No. Fuck no. Stop. What? No. Oh, they're fun God. to cut up Jesus, and turn into no. <laughs> Uh Question eight. What's eight times seven? Uh, 56? Correct. Yes! Question nine. How many major arcana are there in Persona 3? Major arcana, 12? Correct. Correct! Question 10. What special tribute does the protagonist possess that gets him appointed as the team's combat leader? Then he can have multiple personas? Yes. yes. Question 11. Hey, what's the big idea? What's going on here? I'm sorry, the correct answer was universal, universal basic, basic income. income. <laughs> it's big. It's, it's a really big gonna idea. Change it's, gonna it's really going to change things. Uh, Question 12. How many SES uh, members are there in Persona 3? I want to say eight. 13. 13. Christ. Question 13. Oh, because those guys join you later. They join you later. Question 13. In 2007, the show Caveman, a sitcom based on the Geico Caveman commercials, aired on ABC. How did ABC describe the show? Uh, a ill-advised Nick Swardson vehicle. I'm sorry. sorry. It was actually a unique buddy comedy that offers a clever twist on stereotypes and turns race relations on, on its head. On its head. What? Yeah. ABC. Really? Yeah. ABC for the loss. Nick Kroll, ABC, Nick 2007. Kroll. This has been How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game, Persona 3 Edition. Kyle, uh, actually not bad at not all. Not bad at all. Not bad, not at, bad all. at all. Not bad at all. What was the moment in this game you realized you were hooked? I think it's that first shot of is it? Oh God, what's her name? The the homegirl, the Yumi or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
is it Yuki? Whichever. But the first time you see her at the very beginning of the game put the gun to her, like, chin, and then just the glass, like, because the way the back of your skull shoots out is also broken glass shoots out. <laughs> yes. And then a demon crawled out, and I was like, I'm in. I don't know what this game is, but I love everything about it, and I will play this forever. Well, like, yeah, what is your reaction seeing that? Not just, like... You're in. Why? You just saw somebody do something horrendous. Well, I, I mean, I am a person who, like, I'm that guy who, like, if I read that a movie was, like, banned at film festivals mm-hmm. or, like, can't play somewhere or, like, people walked out of it disgusted or throwing up, I'm like, oh, priority viewing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I Like, I chased the movie Baskin for a good year before it got distribution in America. It's I this don't... insane Turkish horror movie that is just, like, bananas crazy. I, I, I like that, like, of all the countries you can add to it, Turkey tends to be thrown on a lot to be like we just don't know right. like <laughs> Turkish prison in an airplane was like was a thing Turkish horror movie sounds particularly disturbing oh, Turkish bathhouse yeah. Turkish yeah. bathhouse what they, goes on what goes they, on they get down <laughs> <laughs> was this a game that you're like I can't have conversations with people oh 100% <laughs> and it was again same time I'm into Evangelion so I'm just this insufferable monster right. person right it's like I can, I can kind of talk about Kingdom Hearts to people because I'm like it's Disney I don't know about that but it's Disney and then I'm like and then I'm like but then there's RPG people that you you have no idea who they are or about any of it. I, I think it's it's why I had to stop making fun of, like, crazy RPG people. Right. Because, like, you know, the rest of my gaming stuff is all pretty standard stuff. It's, yeah. you know, Resident Evil, Metal Gear Solid, just, mm-hmm. you know, big-ass things everybody likes. Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel like post-Persona, like, I look at, like, some guy in a Disgaea t-shirt, and I'm like, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> there's there's also this weird aspect to this game, because you have to go to class, like you said. You, you are living life. That doesn't just mean social interactions. The game will often ask you questions that you'll find in a classroom. They'll, oh, yeah. They'll ask you grammatical questions. Oh, I cheat like... the shit out of those. <laughs> That's <laughs> you... definitely, like... And it's funny because they're super specific questions. Yeah. And you start typing them into Google, they come up immediately. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. But there are questions, you know, they'll, they'll give you a sentence. They'll be like, should these be separated by a comma, a colon, a semicolon? And you have to stand up in class and answer that question. And your performance goes to your stats. Yeah, it goes all to your stats. Who's There's also a finals week. Mm-hmm. And during finals week, like you could go grind because it's dangerously close to when the next like full moon's gonna come. Right. Where, like you fight a boss, but also you have to stay in and study every night and be well rested so that you have maximum stats going into the test because all of your stats through the semester will decide how well you do in your finals. I'm gonna buy the hell out of this game. This, <laughs> this, I, I gotta ask though, like who does play this game? Is there like a sp- specific person you can point to? There are a lot. Have, it's a wide. I know cut. it is, especially, but I'm saying like, can you envision somebody? Especially like, because who? of four and five, and really seeing it because like five is also like a it's weird. Huge. I've, I've only gotten to spend a little bit of time with it, but yeah. literally all I did for the first like five hours of that game was I just kept saying, to myself, "Fuck, how is this so good?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and I think a lot of it is that you don't know you'll like it until you just dive in and try it. But yeah. I feel like most people, if they give it a chance, really get into it. Right. Oh, man. Should we do game number two, Keith? Let's do it. Let's do game number two. Oh, Kyle. I'm excited for these because I- uh, You know I, what this I, is. I remember I got to hear some of them from the source. Oh. You did. Yes. You did. So it's time for everybody's favorite <laughs> I love game. how much Kristen shakes her head at these. <laughs> most of them. Most of them. Uh, it's time for Can You Guess the Name of a Video Game based on how somebody who doesn't play video games described the video game to, to us. Oh, man. You know how it works. You guys are like this Simon and Garfunkel of fun tags at the end of sentences. Oh, God. Please don't let me know. Uh, we're both Garfunkel. Please, oh, That's how God. we just assume we're both Garfunkel. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks so hard. 
I th- I, th- I uh, thought that I saw Garfunkel on the street the other day, and I, it, was it was just an a, old lady. No, just a sad person. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna jump Kristen, in. Kristen. Kristen watches video, video games, games. Does and not play them. And she has to try and tell me what these games are about. We're gonna go with uh, with the first one yep. here. I'm gonna go with yeah. Here we go. Number one. It looks like you're in the land of what happens if Cap if Captain Planet fails. Ooh. Hmm. I mean, immediately I want to think Fallout. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do want to think that. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's too obvious. Yeah. Kristen hmm. doesn't know video games. <laughs> so you have to, like, her brain's not going to... Oh, I finally get the conceit of the yeah. game. Like, <laughs> so I'm whatever gonna... you think the obvious one on it, it is not. Um, Mario Odyssey. No, it's not. No. It's not. That's interesting. Number two. Sticky Gumhead hates Bird and the Devil's Snowman. <laughs> Is it Mario 2? <laughs> no. No. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not a Mario okay. game. <laughs> All right. Hint three. And sometimes you're in a Baroque pinball machine with a heavy red shoe trying to avoid red udders milking themselves. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna need that because my brain was ready to paint a picture and it painted too fast. Yeah, yeah. It got it got deep pretty fast. And sometimes you are in a Baroque pinball machine with a heavy red shoe trying to avoid red udders milking themselves. You're in a Baroque pinball machine. Correct. With red udders milking yes, themselves. A a heavy red shoe avoiding? Yeah, trying to avoid red udders. So you are playing as a red shoe. You are, you, no, you have a heavy red shoe, or I think that's what she meant. You could read this to me that the Baroque pinball machine has a heavy red shoe, but I believe she meant you have a Whoa. heavy red shoe. I mean, I'm gonna throw out another just like totally arbitrary guess. Is it like Catherine? Nope. No. Oh, which no. is another one that I feel like I could come and talk about. Like, you know, <laughs> oh from yeah, the same team. Oh yeah. Uh, question four. Last one Last for one. this game. The, I think Sticky Gumhead is so positive because at least he has arms. Sticky Gumhead has <laughs> His arms. His head looks like sticky gum. His head looks like sticky gum. Oh, man. Or, or behaves like sticky gum. Is it Kirby? Earthworm Jim. Oh, now it all makes sense. <laughs> uh, Captain Planet fails because the first level is just like tires like the, in a yeah. junkyard. It just looks like that is hauntingly accurate. Yeah. What's described. Uh, Sticky Gumhead and hates birds. He does birds. have those re- heavy red shoes. Yep. Yeah. And the Devil's Snowman. Uh, well, no, it's it's not even that. So that crazy one is actually uh, I showed her my favorite level in all of Earthworm Jim lore, which is the rocket sled. Earthworm Jim is now a blind water salamander. Oh. In which you are a salamander, but you have his red blaster on one foot, and to her it looked like a red shoe. That's insane. There are these pinball-esque things that, you, that are hitting you around, <laughs> and then if you hit the side, it's these, like, 
I don't. It's like sea anemone almost, but they look like udders that are milking themselves because they're undulating. How not brought Earthworm Jim back into the lexicon? I don't know because I love the that game. I feel like so much. Just art style alone, that seems like something ripe to come back, which also <laughs> then gets us a backdoor to bringing clay fighters back. Which we were just talking about on an episode a few. Oh, I like the clay fighters in the zeitgeist. I'm glad we're all thinking about clay fighters. It. Came up twice today. <laughs> you guys are living a terrible life. We really are. <laughs> do you want to do the first game or the third game? Uh, let's do the first one. All right, so this is number two. Number two. Okay. Okay. Hint number one. <laughs> There's a, too many numbers. Uh, the Palooza game. Palooza game. Is that what it's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. The Palooza game, as in a Lala-esque Palooza. <laughs> or there are probably plenty of Palooza's. I had a flyer once because we had played like three shows in a row that were something Palooza, yeah, yeah. and the flyer even says, yes, yet another Palooza. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. If we're going with a Palooza of a game, I want to say like The Sims. No, no, not the Sims. Number two, the little girl takes you to a bar in Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> the little girl takes you to a bar in Nakatomi oh Plaza. God. Yakuza? Yes! yes! Yeah! Yakuza! Yeah, dog! Oh. It was Yakuza. Uh, third one is your main method of killing is screaming, uh, is screaming get out of here yep. while smashing heads into walls. This all checks out. And stepping on people with your alligator boots. Hell hit, yes. Hit number four was you go to Biff's Casino from Back to the Future <laughs> 2 to help two Catholic schoolgirl hookers out of a jam. Uh, the number five, uh, the game soundtrack sounds like they've hired a bad street performer to mic a leaky factory and drum on pipes. <laughs> and question six, you get, uh, you find the uh, the gateway to bad guy Narnia in the bathroom and fight in a cage to prove yourself a true gangster. There we go. I was sold. I actually bought one of the first games I bought for my PS4 was Yakuza Zero because uh, a friend of mine informed me that you could get a pet turkey and then put him in charge of your casino. <laughs> And I was like, yes, please. This is my kind of game. I'm starting to see a pattern I, of what I, you enjoy here. It's, I, it's mostly smuggling animals to do human jobs. Yes. It's, uh, in, in my ideal world, most jobs are done by animals. That's insane. I just love because I imagine with a little vest and he's got a lot of attitude. He's, he's always pushing out people who are causing trouble. Yeah, I, but I never with words. Just always like, Ooh. yeah. I just also picture him in the movie Casino just breaking hands. That's exactly, and like, I imagine him holding the guy's hand and asking which one he wants from. See, mine was, I imagined uh, Danny Ocean walking through a complicated heist and then like, he'll never see it coming. And just a turkey straightening his bow tie in the mirror of a pen. I was like, I'm just saying when DreamWorks got, wants to get real about their next run of CGI movies, uh, they should probably pay us to write Turkey Casino. <laughs> turkey Casino. Oh, we'd make millions <laughs> in shame. I just love. The, I just want to be uh, wealthy and successful enough to hear young comedians complaining about crap like Turkey Casino yeah. coming out. It's like, come up with some original ideas, guys. Yeah, take that, boss baby. <laughs> third third game. and final game. game. Okay. This one is hilarious. The Hit first, it up. The first one got me. <laughs> the one with all the aquatic exorcism <laughs> the one with all the aquatic exorcism is it Bioshock Infinite? no, no. Uh, two it looks like they hired the ghost from Ghost Rider to do the weird floaty dialogue text ooh uh, um... it's a deep cut Ghost Rider I mean I watched that show word yeah uh Great theme song. <laughs> uh, 
and the most tense game of uh, Scrabble or something like that I'd ever seen in a show. <laughs> um, oh, this is tough. Okay, so Ghost Rider doing the words. And aquatic exorcism. Aquatic exorcisms. Again, my brain is torn because I know better than to say. It's not Bioshock. Dude. Well, no, no, <laughs> but like my brain is like something like Abzu, but it's not going to be that because that has water in it. And clearly, there's no water in this underwater ex- exorcism. <laughs> and then, so I'm trying to think like, what has goofy like letters floating around. Abzu is a good guess. Abzu is a Abzu good, is good guess. guess. Is it Monument Valley? No. It's not. No, it's not. Hint three. Look out for the tentacle, or it'll smack you like a nun with a ruler. Okay. <laughs> is it Soma? Nope. Last, last one. one. Last, last one. one. If you last get this, one. you're two for three. Last one. The one where a majestic creature runs its face into rocks over and over. <laughs> the one where a majestic creature runs its face into rocks. Over and over. Oh, fuck. Uh, it's like... I feel like I can see it, but I'm trying to put like a name to it. You were close with Abzu. Yeah. I think you know what it is. I just don't I think you, can, you, you know what the answer is. I believe in you. Or you can't think of the name, I mean. Ah. Because there's like... I've never tried to like three indie games that fit this criteria, and I'm like desperately trying to like figure out which one it would be. It is not an indie not game. An indie game. It's not an indie it's game. It's not an indie game. Because you see, Abzu made me thinking maybe that's the direction to go. No. <laughs> I just want to say Abzu because you're kind of on the right track. Not an indie game similar to Abzu. I believe in you. I believe in you. Too. I believe in you. We God. both believe in you. Is it Echo the Dolphin? Yeah! yeah! <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! Oh, 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 yes! Oh. Yes! <laughs> I love it. Oh. I love it. Echo yes. the dolphin. Oh, that makes me so uh, happy. Echo oh, the dolphin. Oh, she would call a dolphin a majestic creature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's aquatic exorcism. Uh, it's shitty ghost writer like dialogue that oh, it floats does. up. It does, and it means nothing. Yeah. Echo Not the a great dolphin. game. This a is, terrible this garbage game. This is our third day, time today talking about Echo. We talked yeah. about it this morning. We talked about the podcast before this, and now we're talking about it for the third time. I like the idea that you guys like wake up and have coffee together and just break down more Echo the dolphin. <laughs> Somebody's got to. <laughs> Somebody's got it. This that game is hot garbage. Yeah, it's not. It is and it, it looks isn't. nice. It's fun. Does I, it? Okay, so here's the thing. And I, Kristen, brought this up too because uh, she was watching it. And she was like, "Why? Why is it sped up?" And I was mm. like, "It's not." She's like, "But it's so skippy. The frame rate's so low." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. It just makes you car sick playing Echo the Dolphin." Yeah. Fr- frame rate being a problem, like it is, but like it, it for the time, it was an interesting concept that was poorly executed across the board. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I mean, bad video game is another way to put. That. Did you guys ever read Console Wars? No. The 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 it's a uh, it's fun. It's real business heavy, but it's about the the Sega yeah. Super Nintendo. Oh fight. wow! It's it's a great. But if you're a video game nerd, I, I cannot recommend it out. enough. But it's funny because like they try to describe Echo the Dolphin, and you can watch the writer really struggling to say nice things. About it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, bad video. Game. <laughs> yeah, it's like bad. with it's... its great graphics that really <laughs> weren't like anything else. Bad video. Bad video game. Bad video game. So, so final five. Final five. Final five questions. Final five questions of all of our guests. Definitely not one of them's stolen. Yeah, they're all totally made up by us, and not one of them is ripped from a James James Lipton Lipton, uh, uh, behind the actors. Who is James Lipton? You're fine. Yeah, Yeah, you get it. You're fine. Question one. Yep. If you could be any video game character, 
who would you be and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, probably one of the characters from the Persona games. Really? Because you yeah. get superpowers and date around and your life is interesting. <laughs> So you want to be a high schooler who can kill himself but come back to life. And, you know, has a couple of girlfriends and goes on an adventure, but does pretty well in school. <laughs> I just want a chance to do some shit over again. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a 13 going on 30 type situation I can engage in? I believe the thing you're looking for is a time machine. I would like to be reverse big. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel to big. Small. I, yeah, just, uh, you know, like a real tiny Rick situation, but used purely for evil. <laughs> oh, he's quoting uh, he's quoting Rick and Morty in Starburst. Industries. I'm also an adult man in a cardigan. I'm gonna know about Rick and Morty. He's in a leather jacket. He's, a leather jacket. he's, he's flipping, flipping a, a coin because he has a drag race to go to it's later at Dead Man's leather Bluff. jacket because I get cold and dress in layers. <laughs> that <laughs> is a complete double. Like it <laughs> does the jacket. Question two: If you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? Ooh, that's a great question. Or serious? I gotta stop saying that to buy time at the beginning of the statement. No, I love it. Lavish uh, us with praise. I'm. I'm. There's a couple that I feel like run that. Mm. Do I pick a game I hate? Do I pick a game that bugs the shit out of me? Disservice to everybody. Um, or do I like pick something that'll just make your listeners real mad? Listeners, like <laughs> we have them. It'd be fun to just say something inflammatory, like Mega Man Two's got to go. Go fuck like, yourself and die. <laughs> see, because that'll happen. Ah, <laughs> uh, I feel like I might have to. Mm, mm. Because I liked Drucker's take on on getting rid of Destiny, so something along that maybe like a World of Warcraft and just give all those people their all time those back. hours back. Like we'd have a lot of like lawyers and doctors. Yeah, would we have a cure for cancer if World of Warcraft didn't exist? Or would all those people just play something else? Yeah. Or no, you know what? I'm going to get rid of. Does it have to be a franchise or a single game? They can be franchises. I would like to remove the remake a few years ago of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and yeah. get a redo because I think about how bad I want that, and then remember it happened and they failed. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe that wouldn't kill the franchise, and we'd get more Tony Hawk. Yeah, games. that was them not realizing that uh, Skate came out. If you guys knew what Skate the video game was, it was a way harder version than Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. where like you had to control the skateboard with your thumbs. Yeah. At yeah, not so fun. It wasn't so fun. So when Tony Hawk came out, I was like, oh, it's the same thing we'd had yeah. 20 years no, ago. No, I, I just want to hit ramps while Goldfinger's playing. <laughs> they really, I think, missed the point of why yeah. popular. If you thought I listened to any song besides Superman or Jerry was a race car driver, you are incorrect really about you, my experience. I listened to the song No Cigar from Melancholin from the Tony Hawk 2 soundtrack, <gasps> Driving Over Here. Mel- <laughs> Melancholin is the most underrated punk band of all time. Uh, the, the third th- best Scandinavian punk band. <laughs> said the three white guys in studio talking about video games. <laughs> Talk also punk music. Let's be real. Uh, number three. If you were to make up a video game title for your life, what would it be? Um, the Modest modest Adventures of Beard Guy. <laughs> that definitely sounds like a video game that, that was, would exist. That sounds that's like That's on Steam. You can get that on right Steam now. right the now. The Modest Adventures of... That came quickly to you. Yeah. I was just, Wasn't sad. No, wasn't a lot. We get a lot of sad ones. Yeah, this Not one sad. felt like this one felt like he he doesn't save the world, but he might save like an animal. He's gonna yeah. do some solids. They're yeah. just not like it's not newspaper worthy, but you can still live a full life. It's like, also a way to say so. Like, he's a modest dude. Yeah, it's a nice thing to say. He's gonna he's gonna save a bear from a bear trap, and then he's gonna spend like one Christmas with that bear family, where they're all just like, "This is fun." <laughs> or even if you like save the bear family and their Christmas, like that's not gonna be like save the world. No, like, exactly. But you've saved that bear's world. Yeah. A modest saving. Yeah. All right. 
was, yeah, surprisingly not dark. Let's, <laughs> let's move along to question four. What one? The subtitle, the sequel's title is Dog Shooters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question four. What one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? Hmm. I do wish that you could really track your stats in a more uh, like oh, numeric way. Ooh, that's like a good that. one. Uh, I, like I like the idea of being able to have a concrete, like you've done this, this, and this, so you've gone up this level and been able to just like mathematically go, like, see, I've grown and developed as a person. What? What three? Instead of asking people to just please believe you. Yeah. What? What three like measurements would you be most interested in having? Uh, I'm gonna go with ones from uh, persona. persona. Yeah. I want intelligence. Okay. Charm. Okay. And courage. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just like seeing a friend a few years later and they're way more courageous. Yeah. And you just know that about them by looking at them. You feel like plus five courageous for some reason. <laughs> I'm just feeling it off of you. Like, yeah, so I asked for that raise. <laughs> I got that raise and I got a new amulet. Uh, last question. Last question. Completely question original. Five. Completely original. It is original. steal it from James Lipton no Not matter how many times he calls us. <laughs> um, and he is calling he's now. He's constantly calling. He's it's like crazy. Blow uh, my phone up. If heaven exists. Mm. Didn't steal this. If heaven exists, mm. uh, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I mean, God, I immediately have an answer, and it's real dumb. Let's get Let's it. Let's it. As God pulls you aside and goes, yes, Kyle, you're right. Heaven is a half pipe from OPM is our theme song up here. <laughs> Do you guys know that song? <laughs> no, but like I know a, everything it, I need to know about you to it know. Was a, <laughs> it was like a novelty <laughs> hit on, like, K-Rock that I really liked when I was in eighth grade about how a guy wants to go to heaven because in heaven he can just skateboard all day. So you <laughs> want God to reference something to you that happened in eighth grade? Yeah. On the side, so other people didn't hear. Yeah, I wanted to be just me and him, kind of brown <laughs> yep, out for a yep, minute, yep. and him go just like, just know that is our official song. Uh, that is the most Kyle answer. <laughs> That's the most Kyle answer that you could have given. I, I brought that song up on my podcast one thing, like, well, this is a thing for no one, and got way more tweets than I thought. About. People going, Yo, that song was great, and I was like, I know, right? This is that's maybe like. I have this chance to uh, talk to a thing that created all being. Mm-hmm. But I would most like it to have an esoteric moment that alienates other people. I want me and God to talk about the only pop song I know of that references Mike McGill. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. He's a skateboarder. <laughs> okay. He was on the Bones Brigade. What is that? <laughs> Again, the most Kyle. The most Kyle answer. <laughs> the Bone Brigade is my second favorite, favorite Megadeth album. <laughs> Oh, we got to get you on the Bones Brigade. There's a great documentary about it. It was like one of the OG scope. It's what uh, Tony Hawk came from. The Bone Brigade. Bones Brigade. Bones. Created by oh, Stacey apologies. Peralta. It was a group of young, talented skateboarders who changed the game. This is ridiculous, Keith. <laughs> Kyle. So last two, last, last two questions. Last two things. Last two things. Okay. Very important. Things. Very important. What would you like to plug? Yep. Okay. And more also, importantly, more importantly. Where's your favorite place to eat in America? In America. Or the world. Or the world. Be crazy. Or the universe. I don't give a fuck. Just where's great. Where's Ooh, great there's, to eat. There is, there is some real good places to eat. Plug it first, baby. Okay, Plug. first, uh, my, uh, my podcast, This Is Rad, which yep. uh, I'm awesome hoping to get podcast. you guys on here yes. soon. We would love to. Um, but we, it's a show about positivity. We mm-hmm. ask people to come on and talk for a chunk of time about something they like, because the internet is full of snark and people talking about how shitty everything is, so I decided to start a show about people talking about things are great. That's awesome. awesome. And, and it's not that things are like, oh, everything's awesome. We can't be shitty about right. stuff. It's not like we're, fake positivity. No, we're <laughs> snarky as fuck still, but yeah. like, I feel like you learn a lot more about someone and who they are and yeah. what they care 
care about when you find out what they love. Exactly. And what's cool is because I give the guests the option to pick whatever they want to do. Man, the number of people who have shocked me with what they want to do, like where it's a thing I didn't even know they were into, that, right. that they then can talk to about for hours. And that's yeah. a ton of fun. And because it's that wide, we've done art history. We've done, you know, I think, what else? Animorphs. Right. We've Animorphs. done the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> We've done, uh, you know, photography. Like, whatever it is. It's all just, like, random, yeah. you know, stuff that That's goes great. through. That's awesome. And, uh, like, me and a buddy literally just sat for the other day and talked for an hour and a half about how great Keanu Reeves is. <laughs> he is He's great. great. He's, He's a great truly dude. a treasure. John, and our... John Wick is an amazing yeah. action And just movie. Keanu Reeves himself is a, is a great good, guy. Great guy. Great dude. Yeah. It's, uh, do you also know that he was almost a professional hockey goalie? Was that real? Keith. Yeah, because he was in Youngblood, which is one of my favorite. It's not a good movie. Do no. you guys know about Youngblood? Rob Lowe is a junior hockey player. That's right. You and they all have this. sex with the mom that's watching over them, and it's a bizarre movie that makes no sense. That was kind of Rob Lowe's jam for a while there. Yeah, it was just yeah. him being the Rob Lowe. It's so funny to me, the people who know Rob Lowe from Parks and Rec, because I'm like, oh, then you don't know Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we got to get that important uh, oh, question. Oh, and then I'll, oh, oh, and oh then, yeah, yeah. And then uh, also I have my album, uh, I'm yes. a Person, which yes. uh, I recorded at Meltdown uh, two years ago. It's out. It's an independent release to go support independent stand-up comedy. And uh, I'm real proud of that. It's where can they get fun. it? It's on basically anywhere where you can get streamable stuff. It's on Amazon. It's on iTunes. It's on awesome. Spotify. So wherever. But uh, I'm real proud of it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Check out Kyle Clark, I'm a Person. Check and out his, This Is Rad. And his favorite place to eat is... Okay, uh, actually, I'm going to go classic. I'm going to go my favorite restaurant in the L.A. area. Yes, And okay. it's a place called Los Toros. It's in the Valley. Mm-hmm. It is just a really excellent, excellent, excellent... Mexican. Do I, do, do I get to do... Redo do you want to <laughs> I would say a place called Los Toros. It's an excellent Mexican restaurant in the Valley. It uh, When you get your chips, you also get like a bean dip along with your salsa. Ooh. That's real, real good. It also is a fun restaurant because it's labyrinthian because it just kept buying the buildings next to it. <laughs> and it's basically a whole city block now. That's awesome. And That's they awesome. just knocked doors out. There used to be, up until maybe two years ago, a interior patio wow. that just had slats in the roof, but it just meant you could smoke indoors still. <laughs> That's awesome. So it funny. was amazing. So we're going to go here. El Toro. That's, El Toro. I go there for my birthday every year. That's, That's awesome. That's my awesome. original headshot was me wasted on like five shots of tequila wearing a giant sombrero that was a Polaroid that I scanned. And when people asked for headshots because I don't take my work seriously, that is what I would send them. That's that's the most Kyle answer. <laughs> it's, so Kyle. it's so Kyle. I chose to come in and be very unbranded. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, this has been great. Uh, Kyle Clark, thank you Kyle so Clark, much. Kyle Clark, such a delight. Thank you, thank you so much for this being on the show. This has been Kyle. This has been Persona That's 3. That's Jesse. It's Persona. That's Keith. That's it's Persona. Keith, I'm Persona. Uh, I'm going to go out and pet some dogs and kind of try to get back to my equilibrium. Don't here. shoot any dogs, everybody. Not, don't, don't ever shoot. shoot. Dogs. Just don't shoot things, guys. Ever. Just don't. Unless it's like a rabbit or a zombie dog. Like Atticus Finch did. Just don't shoot a dog. Leave dogs alone. I can't believe we have to end a podcast. <laughs> this has been New Player has joined. Goodbye. Goodbye.
It's like, where, where the, the red, red fern, fern grows, <laughs> old yeller. It's all these just horse shit books that are bad. And they're like, why don't kids want to read them? Like, you know, there's.